Have you ever asked yourself, what are the things that we can fix and what are the things that we can't? Hello and welcome to another edition of What's Next Dentistry. This is Dr. Mark Sivers from Boston. We'd like to recognize the generous support of our sponsor, Laeta. Check out laeta.com and see how they can help you in your dental practice. Years ago, I sat with my father in a lecture. He had taken me to a sales meeting that he attended, and Stephen Covey was speaking. Many of you have read his books and know about the seven habits of successful people. He touched on something that was really important and that struck me profoundly, and I've heard this in many different ways from different people. He spoke about this concept of things that you can influence and things that you can change in your life and things that you can't. And I remember sitting in this big, huge hall, there was about 4,000 people there, and listening to him at the sales meeting and thinking, it's really hot in here. And it didn't connect with me, the fact that he was saying there are things that you can influence and things that you can't, and that me being hot sitting in that room was something that I could not influence. And as I was thinking that thought, he was saying, don't give any sort of mental energy to the things that you cannot influence. Just let them be and focus on the things that you can influence. At the time, his words struck me at a superficial level. And I thought to myself, okay, Mark, shut up. Don't think about it being too hot in here and listen to Mr. Covey. But really what he was saying is, there will always be moments when you're too hot. There will always be something that you could complain about or you could focus on or you could give mental energy to that is not going to do anything for you and not going to be able to help you at all. As I have evolved with time, I have seen that this can be taken to a whole other level. So I remember sitting in my dental office one spring and I remember thinking to myself, okay, what am I going to do for the year? And as I thought there, as I thought, as I thought about this, I realized it's now May and I should have been thinking about this back in January. So I'm going to sit down and plan even though it's May, but I should have been doing this earlier because that is something that I can influence. That is something that I can change. That is something that I have power to do something about. And so I, I use these two examples, hopefully with the uh, hope of sparking something inside of you and getting you thinking, what are the things that I can influence? And then you'll realize complaining about the cost of gasoline or worrying about the price of milk or fretting over the weather or worrying about what's going to be happening in government at a federal level today is not going to be useful to you at all. In fact, it will create oftentimes a lot of negative energy. Others will pick up on that and they won't know exactly what's going on for you, but they will know that something negative is and that will cause them to distance themselves from you because nobody likes to be around negative energy. Now, some of you are thinking, but Mark, I want to have a venue to vent my frustration about the price of gas or the cost of milk or the weather or what's going on in politics. And I'm not saying to not vent. I'm not saying to not open up and share. But what I am saying is don't focus any time or energy on that. And especially don't do that around people that you want to have business relationships with or you want to have personal relationships because all that's going to do is be negative. 
And people are going to pick up on that negative energy and they're not going to want to have anything to do with you. Or they're not going to necessarily know why, but they're going to create distance between you and them. Once again, focus on the things that you can influence and all of those other things don't worry about. Some people have called this living in a bubble. You're only focusing on the things that you can influence. Some people have said there's two different spheres and there's a sphere of influence and there's a sphere of concern. Call it what you wish, but I'm just saying focus on those things that you have influence over, that you have power to actually move the needle on. Recently, I was taught this lesson very powerfully and how it can be applied to us in our profession. The former Secretary of Health flew up to Boston and spent two days with me. One of the things that he taught me that I am able to influence is what's going on with our profession as dentists and the management of pain. What they found is that the Tylenol works on one pain pathway and that the ibuprofen works on another. And that these two drugs tackling at their maximum potency, meaning the 650 milligrams and 800 milligrams respectively, tackling these pathways at the same time has the same effect on patients as someone taking Vicodin or someone taking Tylenol with codeine. I would urge you to think about, I could change the way that I take care of pain for my patients, and this would make a huge impact on how we as healthcare providers can influence the opiate crisis that is here. So the former Secretary of Health was telling me, in the U.S. there's anywhere from 5,000 all the way up to 50,000 flu-related deaths in a year. Compare this now to the number of narcotic-related deaths. As you look back five years ago, we were seeing anywhere from five to 10,000 deaths per year. Year after year, we're seeing those numbers march upward, and they are now in the 50,000 to 60,000 deaths per year. And they're getting worse each and every year. So just to be clear, we're seeing more deaths from narcotics than we are seeing from influenza. The opiates are the ones that are doing about two-thirds of the death. So that is something within the sphere that we can control. That is something that we can actually have an impact on. That is something that we can change. And so this idea of living in the sphere that you can control and forgetting about the rest is very applicable to the opiate crisis and what you and I can do as doctors to influence that. So I would encourage you as you go to your practices and as you're taking out wisdom teeth, or as you're doing periodontal surgery, or as you are giving medications for people after root canals, or fillings, or crowns, or whatever that may be, please, please, please consider what's been going on in this country. Consider the number of deaths, and give NSAIDs, give Tylenol together at the same time. Once again, the ibuprofen, 600 to 800 milligrams, 800 being the most, you're not going to get any additional benefit by taking more than 800 milligrams and giving at the same time 650 milligrams of Tylenol and doing that every four to six hours and having people take that continuously for anywhere from two to three days. We all know about staying ahead of the pain and taking the medication before you have the pain. So I would strongly encourage that and recommend that that be your approach. But I really think that we can have an influence on the opiate crisis I really think that we can change this and turn this around and prevent people from getting onto the opiates before they experience them and potentially become addicted. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Mm -hmm.